Tonight is Ayin Gimel Amid Aleph. So we start by the two dots. We're going back to the Mishnah. Mishnah said that if you shechted a carbon Pesach on Shabbos for people who can't eat it. So the rule is that in order for carbon Pesach to be good, uh, you have to shechted it for people who are able to eat it. Not old people, not sick people. So what happens if you shechted it on Shabbos for people who are, can't eat it? So it comes out that you were Mechal Shabbos. So we said, Yechai V'chata. So frankly, Pshita, it's puzzle. Because Kevin the Hasim puzzle, since we already learned previously in a Mishnah, that such a carbon is going to be puzzle, so obviously you're Mechal Shabbos, and obviously you're V'chata. So what's the Havamina? Why do I need to, te- to teach it again? Sigmar says, that over here, obviously you're going to be Chayv. Sigmar says, I didn't teach it for this case, but Mishum Detana Seifa Pater. It's because the Tana wanted to teach you at the end of the Mishnah that you, a case is where you're going to be Pater when you had in mind both people who could eat it and people who can't. So Tana Reishachayev, right? So stylistically, he wanted to teach you cases where they're both, where you have in mind both. So therefore, he also taught you a case where you only have in mind people who can't, and it's not a Chiddush. But the Gemara says, but, but, but that case also I don't need. Vanami Pshita, that's also obvious. Mishum Dehasim Kasher, Hacha Pater. Oh, in, in that Mishnah, we also learned that if you shechted for people who can eat it and who can't, both, you have in mind both, it's going to be kosher. Obviously, if it's going to be kosher, you're putter because it's a good carbon. It's like a Shabbos. Sigmar says, Ella, I did the Tana Shechata, No, the Tana now had another case that he wanted to teach you, that he started this whole train of thought, is that he wanted to teach you that if you shechted a carbon Pesach and had in mind another carbon, like you, had, you shechted a Pesach and you had in mind it should be an oila. That on that case, Bishabis, that you're going to be Chayiv, you also taught a case where you had in mind people who can't eat it. But Fracti Gemara, the Higufalamali, why do I need that case? Right? Because over there, if I shechted Shaloy Lishmoy, I already know that there it's possible. And if I know it's possible, and obviously, he didn't, it's not Daich Shabbos, Yechayi Vechatas. The whole reason why he taught that case of a Pesach Shalai Lishmai is because really the case he wanted to get to is when you take a Shlamim and you have in mind that you want it to be a carbon Pesach. So you take something that's not a Pesach and you have in mind it should be a Pesach and we have the Machloikas, it depends. If it's the type of animal that could be brought as a Pesach, it's a keve, it's a, it's a Keves or a, a A's, right, a goat or sheep, less than one year old and a male, so then Rebbe, Rebbe Yeshua is going to say, you're a putter, and Rebbe Le is going to say, Yechayef. So because of that, he taught you the case of, and since he taught you, he taught you the other case of, of uh, um, um, okay. So said to his son, do me a favor, when you go in front of Rebbe Zerika, he's a big tamachacham, I want you to ask him the following three questions. Number one, According to the one, in Mesech the Shabbos, there is a Machloikes. So generally, the Malachas have to be Malachs Machsheves, right? Which means that there has to be some productive uh, action that comes out of, productive result that comes out of the, the um, Malacha. So for example, we, we learned if you tear, right? So we said if you tear out of Kas, out of anger, you're Pater. Why? Because there's nothing constructive about tearing out of caste. But if you tear in order to sow, that is a productive tearing, and you're going to be chayv. So the Gemara talks about, there are two malachas specifically, that this machlek is whether it needs to be productive. Number one is making a chabura, and number one, which is a tolda of shechita, of shoyche, and number two is um, um, uh, burning on Shabbos, right? Lighting a fire. 
So if you light a fire, and it's destructive, right? And you're not burning wood in order to make coals, which would be productive, but you're just burning something. So there's machleik is there. If you do it and there's nothing constructive about it, are you going to be chayiv? So there's mandiyama there that says, no, you putter. If there's nothing constructive, so a reason why you might make a wound and it would be constructive is, if, for example, you let blood. So there used to be, <coughs> excuse me, makizdam used to make you feel better. That's a productive wound. But a wound, for example, you shecht an animal, and it's not a good carbon, that would be an example of making a chabura, and it's not productive because you can't eat it. So Gemara says, according to the one who says that if you make a chabura on Shabbos and there's nothing productive, it's mekalkel, it's, it's just a destructive action. Pater, you're going to be pater, ha'ashchata shalal oichlov chayiv matikein. So the question is over here, if you shechted it for people who can't eat it, so what did you do? You made a chabura in this animal, you shechted it. There's nothing productive that came out of it because it's a puzzle of carbon. Nobody can eat it. So matikin, what, 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 is there a destructive thing over here? Why should be chayiv? There's nothing positive that you did. L'chayiru, this should be a case of mekalkel bechabura, and that mandiyama should hold a yapater. So Gemara says, Tikin im alu lo yardu. I'll tell you what the tikin is. There is a little bit of a tikin, of a, of a productive action, which is that even though you take this Pesach, and it's puzzle and you can't eat it, but there's a special halacha that if you took the imurin of the animal, the fats of the animal, and you brought them up on the Mizbeach, you don't have to take them off. You don't have to remove them. Whereas a chulin animal that went up on the Mizbeach, you would have to take off the, the imurin. So therefore, there is something productive that came out of shechting an animal, even though it is... Um, it is um, um, puzzle as a carbon. And therefore, there's a reason to say Yechayiv on Shabbos. Frekti Gemara, but sh- so the second, uh, not, not Frekti Gemara, so the second question he wanted him to ask Reb Zerika was, what about the case where you shechted and you found it to be a mum? According to that same Mandiyamar that says, so over here it's a Baal Mum. And you can't tell me the same answer that you'll bring it up the Emurin on the Mizbeach, because Emurin of a Baal Mum have to be removed from the Mizbeach. So Matikin over there, why you Chayiv? The specific case of a mum where you did improve it is if it had a cataract. According to Rabbi Akiva, a cataract is not an animal, is not a, is not a mum, rather, uh, that you need to remove it. So the Amarim, Alula Yerdu. So, it has, so that Mandi Amar in Shabbos, who says, is Pater, is going to have to learn that what is the case of Baal Mum that you chayiv? A case of uh, 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 cataracts, according to Rabbi Akiva, that im yardu, that if you brought the imurin up, you wouldn't take them off. So he did something productive, constructive, by doing the shechita, and therefore it's going to be chayiv uh, for, for Mechal Shabbos. Then the third question he told him to ask Reb Zerika, What happens if you shechted it, and then you found it to be a treif, let's say there was a hole in the lung, something that you couldn't have discovered before you shechted the animal, potter, you're going to be potter. Now that, that's mashmah, but if it's a treif in a in a part of the animal where you could have discovered it, so it had a broken bone that's going to cause it to die, and you could have obviously felt for that and and um, 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 not shechted the animal. So you're going to be chayiv. But again, matikin, what do you do? There's here, it's a treifa. So it, you can't tell me you're going to bring the imurin up on the mizbech. That's not, that's not going to happen. You're going to have to take them down. So there is nothing productive that came out of it. So Gemara says, no, tikin l'hoitz v'dein avela. You did, you did do something productive by the fact that when you shacht a treifa, you remove it from being an avela, right? What's an avela? An avela is an animal that died without shechita. An animal that died without shechita gives off tumma. It's an avatoma, it gives off tumma. So you, the fact that you shechted an animal, this treifa, so now it's not an avela, now it's not going to give you tumma. So the fact that it's not giving you tumma, that in itself is a productive action. Maskefla Ravina. Ravina has a problem with it. Because Haditani, we learned in a Braisa. So there is a Braisa that says a case where you shecht a chatos on Shabbos, 
which you're not allowed to. So number one, it's a chatas. You're not allowed to shecht the chatas on Shabbos. Number two, you're shechting it outside of the base of Mikdash. You're not allowed to shecht hegdish outside of the Azara. And number three, you're shechting an animal for Avayi which you're not allowed to do. So you're over three things. The Gemara says you're going to be chayah for three chatois. Now, frek the Gemara, for the Chilal Shabbos, why am I a, a, a chayah? Because I did nothing productive. Now here, you can't say the same answer that you removed it from being Nevela, because when you shecht an animal for Avay an animal shechted for Avay has the same level of Toma as an animal that's a Nevela. So over there, there was literally nothing productive done. You shechted an animal, it's puzzle, and it's not, and it's and it's, and it, and it's and it has the same tumma as an avela. So there's nothing productive. You mechal Shabbos. Why over there appointed a man the amr of mechalka bechabura? Why are you chayiv on Shabbos? When it says amr avira, you did do something productive. You removed it from being ever menachai, which means now at least a guy is allowed to eat it, and that is something productive that came out of your shechita, and therefore you are going to be chayiv. Okay, then the Mishnah said, the shachta Somebody shachted a common Pesach on Shabbos and then found out that everybody jumped, uh, uh, jumped off of it, right? So he shachted it without knowing that there was nobody assigned to it. So obviously, it's Apostle Carbon, but he's going to be putter because he didn't know. So Gemara says, I'm Rav Huna, I'm a Rav. So now Rav Huna says in the name of Rav's statement, that's going to, we're going to deal with this statement for the rest of the block. That he says, Asham shenitik If you have an Asham that you sent out to be re'iyah. Now, you guys will hopefully remember uh, when we did Zvachim, uh, um, we learned about a kabachatas, right? All these cases of a chatas where the owner died or the, the animal was lost and you replaced it. So a chatas, when a chatas dies, which means you slack it in a cage until it starves to death, the same circumstance by an asham, it, you let it graze in the field, it gets a mum, and then you sell it. That's called asham shenita an asham that you put out to pasture. So those cases, again, if an asham, the owner died, or the uh, asham was lost and was replaced with another asham, in those cases, you put it out to graze. And then you shechted it without having any das. So you just, you took this asham, really, you're not supposed to be shechting it, right? Because you're supposed to be waiting for it to get a moment and then selling it. But you decided to shecht it. But you didn't have in mind it should be an asham. You had no das whatsoever. Gemara says, kashal oila. It's going to be kosher to be an oila. Now, the reason is, what's the reason why it's good to be an oila? Because... A asham, what do you do with the money that you sell, right? We said you put the asham out to graze, it gets a mum and you sell it. What do you do with the money that you sold? You have to use it to buy an oila for kates lemizbeach, right? That when the mizbeach is slow, you bring carbon oilas. So right now, this asham is ra'i to be an oila. It's going to be an oila. The Gemara now is understanding that what he's saying is that without having any das, it automatically switches its spots. It becomes, switches from being an asham to being an oila, even though it's the same animal. But it automatically switches on its own since you had no das. So the Gemara says, Alma, what do we see from that statement? We see from that statement that Rav holds that for an animal to, I'm going to use the term change its spots, that means an animal to change from being a chatas to be an oila, or from being an ashram to be an oila, an animal to change its spots, you don't need to have a, a das that it should be. means I don't have to actually think, I want this animal to be an oila. You just have no das, and if it's right to be the oila, it's going to be automatically become an oila. Ihachi, but if that's so, kilay Why is Rav only making a statement by an animal that's grazing in the field, even if it's not grazing in the field? So there's three stages. The first stage is before the guy gets a kapara. So he has an asham that he lost, he didn't have a kapara yet. Then the guy gets a kapara, but, so now he comes home and he finds the asham. The third stage is, he sends the asham out to graze in the field. So the Gemara wants to know why by the middle stage, when I had a kapara ready, but I didn't send it out in the, into the field, how come if I shecht it at that middle stage, it also is not kosher? So the Gemara says, Gezer al-acha kapara, uh, atu lifne kapara, because I'm worried 
that if I let you shecht it and it's good oila, when you come home, you might shecht it before you leave, before you go to the base of English and bring the first ashram. So, and before kapara, certainly it's not going to be a good oila. So we made a gzeira for after kapara, or two before kapara. How do you know that the chachamim make such gzeiras for after based on before? Sigmar says that now we saw this uh, by, by in a Mishnah. Ashram Shemesu Balav, you have an Ashram whose owner died, again, our case. Ashram Shemesu Balav, or the owner got a Kapara through somewhere else. Yere Ashi Yistayv, what do you do with the Ashram that was lost? You let it graze until it gets a mumbi. Yemachah, then you sell it. Yiplu Damav Lenadava. The proceeds go for Nadavas. Rebeleza Oyme Yamas. Rebeleza says that a Chatas and an Ashram is the same halacha. You would have to lock it in a cage and let it die just like a Chatas. Rabbi Shua Rabbi Shua says what I told you, which is Yemacher, you sell it, Vyavi Bedamav Oyla. You use it to buy Oyla. What do you see there? Bedamav in. With the proceeds, you buy an oila, but but you can't use the animal itself as an oila. Now, why can't you use the animal itself? Why, once the animal can no longer be an asham lechayra, it should be able to be an oila. Gemara says the gazel acha kapara atulifne kapara shmamina. So you see from the araya that the only re- the reason why you can only use the money and not the animal itself is because uh, you, we made exera after kapara because you might confuse it with bringing it as an oila before kapara, which would be no good. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to try to slug up Rav. Again, so Rav seems to say that a carbon can automatically change its spots. Now, the reason why this, this whole Gemara is being brought in here, it seems like it has nothing to do with us, is because when we talk about a carbon Pesach, what happens to a carbon Pesach? Come Pesach, after Pesach, or after the 14th, it switches to be a Shlomim, right? Remember this. A carbon Pesach not on Pesach becomes a Shlomim. So the Gemara now is going to try to figure out, so does that mean if I shecht a Pesach, on Cholamayit, which is after this man, and I don't, I have no das, it should be a good carbon. Why? It should automatically switch, according to Rav, and become a Shlomim, since I had no das. If Rav is right. That's what the Gemara is going to ask. So, Eisvei Rav Chizdel Rav Huna. Shechatoi v'noi d'shemashku ba'al mesiyotam. Somebody shechatoi v'noi d'shemashku ba'al mesiyotam. Somebody shechatoi v'noi d'shemashku ba'al mesiyotam. And then found out, right, so here he was doich Shabbos, and then he found out that the owners withdrew. We said that he's not chayi v'chatos. V'tani Allah, we learned on it, b'chol ki agavni yisarf miyad. That in such a case, the animal has to be burned immediately. Now that means that there's a, the reason why you burn an animal immediately after its puzzle is when there's a psul begul fight. There's two types of psul. There's a psul that came from outside. For example of this is, let's say you dropped the blood, you weren't able to do zrika, so the animal, the meat, became puzzle, but it's a puzzle, not in the goof of the animal, it's on the outside. Or the owner died, or the owner became tamay, that's a psal mechitzayn. A psal megufay is, for example, the animal became noiser, the animal became pigle, that's a psal begufay. So if you have the adas, let's say, that you bring a carbon Pesach, and you have the mind, on Arab Pesach, I want this Pesach to be a shlamin, the animal is a psal, and that psal is begufay. So again, the case we just quoted is, that I didn't know there was no one else on it, and I brought the carbon Pesach, and Epsil is Epsil Begufay, and you have to burn it immediately on the weekday. So the Gemara says, now, that Mishnah makes sense if I actively have to have in mind what, that I'm uprooting it, that I'm changing it from being a Pesach. Because high Pesach who? The Kevin de Lesley Balan, because it's a carbon Pesach, and since there's no owners, have a Lepsula Begufay. It's a Psul Begufay, Amtulachi Yisarf Miyad. That's why I have to burn it immediately. However, says the Gemara Eliyamit Leibayakira, but if Rav is right, and I automatically will change, then guess what, what happens? Here's what the Gemara's logic is. What should happen is the following. Um, it's on Shabbos, Shabbos is Arab Pesach. The minute everybody jumps off this carbon, it automatically should default to be a shlamim. It's a shlamim, okay. 
it's a shlame maner of Pesach, which is not the right thing, because it's after the carbon tamid, but it's not a psul begufa, it's not a Pesach anymore. It should automatically switch to be a shlamim. I brought a shlamim after chatzois, after the tamid. It's not a psul begufa, it's a psul in the fact that it's a carbon brought after the tamid. So you shouldn't burn it immediately. Rather, you should have to wait until, what do you do with an animal that you don't burn immediately? You wait until it becomes nicer, and once it becomes nicer, then you burn it. That's called ubar tzarasli. So that's the Gemara's logic. If Rav is right in it, and, it, and you, it doesn't need Akira to switch automatically, then the minute everyone jumps off, this defaults to becoming a Shlomim. So then what is the Psalm? It's an outside Psalm. Uh, the because you shechted the carbon tamid after this man, after the tamid was brought. I'm sorry, you shechted this the shlamim after a tamid was brought. The tanya we learned in the brayso when the psul is in the body, he sarf then you burn it immediately. But but dam, but if the psul is in the dam again, you drop the blood or ba'alim, the owner like uh, like the died to ubat sarasi, you wait until it changes its appearance and becomes not sorry, sorry, sorry. The yacht celebrates and then it goes out. To be burned, but you don't burn it right away. So what do you see? That Rav is wrong. Because if Rav was right, why are you burning it immediately? If you're burning it immediately means there's a psul begufai, which means this does not switch from being a common pesak to being a common shlamin. Sigmar says, don't say like Rav said. And the Gemara now is changing what Rav said. Rav didn't say that if you have an asham and you had no das, it, it defaults to becoming an oila. But rather, if you shechted it without intent, it's a good oil. Don't say that, that that's a good oil. So we're changing what Rav said to make Rav fit. That really Rav agrees it does not automatically switch. So, so how to explain Rav? Rav said that if you have an asham and you have in mind it should posit- you have a positive intent, it should be an oila, then it's going to switch to be an oil and it's going to be good. So now the Gemara comes from the other direction. The Gemara now tries to prove that animals do automatically switch. Let's see. So Alma Bayakira, what do you see here? That you have to have positive das in order to change the spots of an animal, right? To change an animal from a shlom to Pesach, you have to have positive das. So the Gemara says, Ula Rebchia Bargamda to Omar, but we have a problem. Because Rebchia Bargamda said, Nisra Kabim Pi Chabura Vaomri, a Chabura of Chachamim explained a Mishnah as follows. That we had a Mishnah that says that an animal, that, that, that there was a bunch of, you had an animal that wasn't shechted on Pesach, and it was shechted on Cholomai. So the Gemara there says that you have to, um, 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 that if you shechted it automatically, it, it, it becomes possible. Now the Gemara there assumed that it, it, it still retains its status as a common Pesach. Why does it retain its status as a carbon Pesach? A Pesach after Pesach should default to be a Shlomim. So the Gemara there, the, Gemara, the, the explanation over there was that the reason why it didn't switch to being a Shlomim on Cholomayim is because there we had people who didn't bring it on Erev Pesach because they were Tomei. Now people who are Tomei on Erev Pesach have to go to Pesach Sheni. So that means their animal on Cholomayim is still going to be brought as a carbon Pesach in Pesach Sheni. So that's why it doesn't change. But the reason why we stuck in this this uh, shot is because if it wasn't people who were Tomei, the animal would switch its spots and automatically become a Shlomim. And what do you see here? Animals automatically can switch their spots. Not like we're explaining Ravah. That's the Gemara's Kashas. So let's see it inside. We explained that mission over there that the owners were Tomei. They were defaulted. They were pushed off to Pesach Sheni. It's only in that case that in order to change it to be a shlomim, you have to have positive das. But if you simply brought a regular cup and Pesach that the owners were not tamay, and you brought it on Cholamai, it would default to be a shlomim. So Michael and Mamar, how you can explain? That price seems to go against Rav. So the Gemara says, Alamar of Huna Braid Yeshua. So also it seems to be a steer in the two prices. The price in the Mishnah. Sigmar says, Amar of Huna Braid Yeshua, Hachmayaskir, what are we talking about? No. The reason why you burn it, right? So the question is why Yisroif Miyad? 
If the animal changes its spots automatically, why Yisroif Miyad? So the Gemara says, The problem why you're burning it immediately is, you're right, when everybody jumped off the carbon Pesach, it did default automatically to become a Shlomim. But the problem is, you are Mafresh before Chatzais, and then the owners died after Chatzais. So the Havali Nirevenitche, it's an animal that was fit, and then became rejected. An animal that's dichoy has dichoy from the mizbeach, an animal that was good and then became nitche, you can't bring it anymore. So it comes out that the, because it was a nitche, it becomes a psul in the guf. So it has nothing to do with the fact that you offered a shlamim after the carbon tomic. That's not why you're burning it. The reason why you're burning it is because it's a nitche. So it's dichoy from the mizbeach. But me do who time el rav. But the whole reason why you're explaining this is because you want to make rav make sense. But how am I rav? But rav said that a live animal cannot become dichoy. An animal that was shechted could have dichoy from the mizbeach can be rejected. But an animal that's alive cannot. Now, if you shecht other carbon paste carbonos for the shame carbon pesach is going to be possible. So, in other words, the reason why, so here's what the Gemara is understanding now. You want to know why it's Yisrael's Niyad? Because when you shecht a shlamim and you have in mind that the shlamim should be. Um, uh, should be a carbon pesach. Rebbe Lezer says that that is a psul, and that's a psul begufay, and therefore you have to burn it immediately. Davli psul begufay, and that's why you burn that shlamim immediately. The problem is like this. On the one hand, we're saying that you're going to be putter, right? Our Mishnah said that if you shecht it for nobody, nobody's on it because people jumped off or people died. You're going to be putter. It's you're not you're not you're not. It's not a mechalal shabbos. But on the other hand, we said yisroif miyad is a psul begufa. So if we're saying now it's Rebbe Lezer, the problem is Rebbe Lezer holds an act case where everybody jumps off. You're actually going to be chayiv for chilul shabbos. So you can't say that that mishnah that price is like Rebbe Lezer. In fact, the Marvi Rebbe Lezer yichatas nami mechayiv. You should also be chayiv chatas. The whole last day Rebbe Lezer toy b'dvar mitzvah putter. Rebbe Lezer doesn't hold that if you're trying to do a mitzvah and you make a mistake, you're putter. That's Rebbe Yeshua. So you can't explain it like Rebbe Lezer because then our mishnah won't make sense. If you shecht a carbon and you have in mind l'shem pesach and l'shem chatos, so if you shecht any carbon and you have in mind it should be a pesach, or you shecht any carbon and you have in mind it should be a chatos, it's going to be a psul and alma psul begufahi. It's a psul begufah mishum hachi yisarif miyad. That's why you have to burn it. Now the only remaining problem is how do you explain our Mishnah? Why are you putter if you're mechal Shabbos? Sigmar says when it comes to being putter from being mechal Shabbos, several like Rabbi Yeshua. This Yosef Mechalonoi could hold like Rabbi Yeshua, and therefore it could fit. Uh, Rav Ashiyam, now the Gemara is going to try one more way, but the Gemara is going to slug it up, and the Gemara is going to fall back on this pshat we just said of Rav Yosef Mechanot. So let's see. Rav Ashiyam, Rav Ashi tries another way to defend Rav. He says, Rav, the Amak Rabbi Shmuel, Ben Oishu, Rav Yochanan, Ben Broika. Rav was saying, like Rav Yochanan, like, like, like this Rav Yochanan, Detanya, Rav Yochanan, Ben Oishu, Rav Yochanan, I'm sorry, this Rav Shmuel, this Rav Shmuel, Ben Oishu, Rav Yochanan, Ben Broika, Oimer, Im Yeshos, that it depends. If you shechted and there's nobody left, it depends what time you shechted it. If you shechted it. Uh, like, let's say the Kavim Pesach is brought between 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. on a Friday. So if you ha- it was 12 p.m. and you could have easily picked up a phone and called someone and find out if everyone is still registered, then you're going to be chayev. It's your negligence. But if it was 3 o'clock or whatever, 2.30, and you didn't have time to pick up a phone and contact people, so then you're going to be pater. So let's see. If there's enough time left in the day, if there's still anyone left on your carbon, you're going to be chayiv. You should have checked it out. But it, it, you have to wait for it to change its appearance. So you don't burn it immediately. You wait until it 
changes its appearance, and then you burn it. My time out. Now, what's the reason? The reason is because the animal doesn't require you to actively have it in mind. It changes automatically. And that's why, since it changed automatically to be a shlamim, that's why you don't burn it immediately. But the Gemara says, How are you going to explain Rabbi Shmuel? that it changes automatically. Maybe that's not the reason why he holds that there you're going to be chayiv. Maybe the reason over there why he says you, you don't burn it immediately is because he holds like this, that who says, So this new shita is that you never burn anything immediately. Not a psal beguf and not a psal bedavrachka. Why? Because he makes a gzeir shave of avon avon from noiser. Noiser, we know, you leave it overnight and then you burn it. So it says avon by noiser. It says avon by pigle. Pigle obviously is the classic example of a psilbegufoi. It's like a mum. And nevertheless, this Rebbe Shmuel ben Yisrael Yochum could hold that the reason why you burn it immediately, you don't burn it immediately, is because any psilbegufa you don't burn immediately. So you have no raya that Rav would hold that way. And the Gemara proves that that has to be the way to learn. Because if you're not going to learn that way, if the owners became Tameh, what are you going to say? If the owners became Tameh, the only way to uproot it is to actively have in mind, uh, uh, right? Like we learned, the Chabura of Tameh Chamim said, that the case is where the owners became Tameh, and they defaulted to Pesach Sheni. And that's why if you shechted it's going to be possible. But, um, but, um, uh, uh, so therefore, Rabbi Shmuel says that the Pesach has to be left until it changes its appearance, even where the owners became tummy. The reason is, not that it automatically changes, but rather the reason is because he holds that any Psoba Gufoy has to be left overnight and until, until, until you burn it. So the says, you're right. The way to learn is like we said, and that's how we're going to learn the Brisa. Rav is going to follow that. Our Mishnah is not going to be a problem because our Mishnah is going to be like Rev Yeshua, that your potter, Toya Bedava, Bedva Mitzvah is potter, and Hajun Allah Eludvar.